Alright, so today I want to talk about virtue. Um, you guys have heard of virtue before? Good, good. So virtue comes from the Latin root uh, vir, which is literally man in Latin. So virtue, just like, it's a manly thing to have virtue. And why is that the case? Well, because virtue is just a good habit. Okay, good habit, waking up early, you know, getting your work done, stuff like that. But ultimately what it is, is it's not just a good habit, it's a habit that allows you, enables you to be free to choose the good. Because if we're enslaved by vice, we have bad habits, well then it's very difficult for us to choose the good. So, instance, crying child in the middle of the night, very difficult to get out of bed and to go comfort or feed or whatever, right? And I experience the same thing. My phone goes off in the middle of the night. It's from the hospital. <laughs> uh, I just lie in bed. I'm like, please be a junk call. Please be a junk call. <laughs> but virtue, good habit, enables you to be free to be able to choose what is good, even when it is difficult. And so the amazing thing about virtue and about habits is that while they're difficult at first, over time they become easier. It's a lot like you have a jungle, you're trying to get through the jungle. If you're the first one making that path, it's going to be extremely difficult. You're going to have to hack away for hours to cut through all that brush in order to make a path. But if you make that path every day, same time, Every day, going through, it's going to be a heck of a lot easier. You just have to keep the little extra brush that comes up after you've hacked your way through. The first time, extremely difficult. That's it. That's how it is. But as you build that path, which this is what literally happens in our brains when we make habits, there's neural pathways that make it easier. You run that pathway deeply, that your brain becomes naturally doing that, then it's a lot easier. Of course, the opposite is true with vice. Vice, you run that pathway through over and over again, it's really easy to just slide into that and continue down that path. And so to not slide down that bad path and to cut away into virtue requires that. And so the four cardinal virtues, as they're called, cardinal meaning card, uh, the root word there has to do with hinge. These are with all the other virtues hinge upon, right? The door of a hinge, you can't swing it easily unless you have hinges on it. So it's prudence, justice, temperance, and fortitude. Prudence, being able to know the good, discern the good, even in a confusing situation, and then being free to choose it. Because if you know what to choose, then it's a lot easier to choose it. Justice, given to each his or her due. So that is, it's your child, it is due to them to love them, to serve them, 
to protect them, but also do discipline them, as is fitting in a situation being prudent. Temperance, temperance means being able to relate with the world, being able to have alcohol every once in a while, but not be enslaved to it. You're able to take it in moderation without being controlled by it because you've practiced dealing with it, but in a healthy moderation, such that it's an easy decision to say no to that third or fourth or fifth drink. Fortitude, being able to choose the good even in the face of difficulty. Fortitude is courage. So what is a courageous man? The courageous man isn't the one who just runs out into battle, right? Uh, there's the no man's land in World War II. You just get up and start running towards the enemy. No, that's called rashness, because that dude's just going to get picked off and he's going to get smoked, and that was a huge waste. But it also, the opposite extreme is sitting there and doing nothing, being too afraid to move. Courage, fortitude, is being able to see the good, to choose the good, even in the face of danger, it doesn't mean you're not afraid. You will still have fear when you're facing up against these difficulties. But it means that you nevertheless can choose that good. Knowing it well. So, you know, you don't just hop up and go over, but you're able to amass other people, you're able to strategize, etc. Something like that. Prudence, justice, temperance, fortitude, manliness. And why is that the case? Well, because what are we made for? We are made for making a gift of ourselves to others. And as men, we are truly living out our vocation as husbands, as fathers, as brothers, and even as sons when we have virtue, when we have the courage to choose and do what is right even when it's difficult even in the face of persecution, even when we don't feel like it, we don't feel like getting out of bed. Knowing that it will be difficult initially to trod that pathway, to cut through that jungle, but the good news is that over time, it actually becomes easier as you build that pathway in your brain, with your will, and with your life. All that being said, from my experience, trying to grow in virtue, you do need to choose it, like patience. People are like, God, grant me patience. And you're like, okay, that's a good prayer. But you know how you grow in patience? You do it. God's like, I've given you plenty of opportunities to grow in patience. Remember that time when you said, God, help me to grow in patience. He's like, that was me giving you an opportunity to choose patience. I've given you the grace to do that. You just need to suck it up, get the courage, and make that decision. And it will be difficult, but you need to make that choice in order that you're actually going to grow it. That being said, does that make sense? Yeah, okay. That being said, what I've also found is that if we're intentionally trying to grow in virtue, we have these virtues in our mind, prudence, justice, temperance, fortitude, 
right? Chastity, faith, hope, charity. We have these virtues in our minds, these good habits that we want to build, choosing the good, being free to choose the good. We also have to recognize that the Holy Spirit is the sanctifier, not us. And so the Holy Spirit has a plan for us to grow in virtue, for us to grow in our fatherhood, to grow in as sons of the Father, to grow as disciples of Jesus Christ. He has a plan, he has a path, he has a way, he wants us to grow in humility before we grow in temperance. Like God's going to allow us to continue to fall until we learn to be humble before he allows us to start to grow in that area of temperance. And so that being the case, we need to always pray, always strive, always choose for that good. But the question on our minds always be, Lord, where are you leading me today? What are you inviting me to choose today? What is the virtue that you want me to grow in today? What is the opportunity that you're placing before me today? So that way, if that's on your mind, you can look and you can see, oh, okay, my phone is ringing. This really stinks. But clearly, this is where the Lord is inviting me to grow today. And if I say yes, and we don't need to be ashamed if it's difficult. We don't need to be ashamed if we're like rolling over in bed, waiting an extra 30 seconds, and then picking up the phone. Like, at least you picked up the phone. Don't be ashamed of that, but choose it. So that way we can cooperate with the Holy Spirit, who is the sanctifier and ultimately grow in the way in which he is inviting us to. Um, so, uh, to split up, just a couple questions. One, what is the virtue that I feel like the Lord is inviting me to grow in? And then, two, um, what is the virtue, well, maybe the reverse, what is the virtue that... Um, that our world, that our men need to grow in today, the men of our world, the men of our culture need to grow in today? And then two, where do I think the Lord is inviting me to grow in virtue?